Welcome to the talk show for talkers on irishtalkers.com. Welcome to part four of the talk show for talkers here on irishtalkers.com on this beautiful sunny afternoon in Ireland. Well, of course, it's sunny today when we're recording it. It'll probably be pouring with rain when you listen to it because that's Ireland. We are reputed to have four seasons in one day. But that is by way of passing the time, which is, of course, what one does in table topics. And that's what I want to talk about today because we're in contest season now. Contests are going to be starting very shortly. And table topics is one of those contests. So I thought it'd be a good idea to look on the internet and find some third-party advice on how to handle table topics. And the first page I found, not quite sure where this came from, but it's saroscorner.com, toastmasters.saroscorner.com. So this is a Toastmaster club that has published this. And they say, handling topics, six ways of getting the initial thinking time. And of course, that's quite important because when you walk, walk onto that stage and you're given the topic, you have 30 seconds to think before you're expected to, or before you have to start giving your response. And that might not be enough for you to formulate your ideas properly to be able to give, you, give a good speech. So the first thing they say is acknowledge and address the gathering. Well, okay, Mr. Tabletopics Master, fellow test masters, very welcome guests. That didn't give you much time, did it? Also, when you're saying this, eh, it's using brain power. So maybe you're not thinking, you're not able to think. So you could say, well, thanks for that uh, topic. I think I need to consider very carefully what you've said, because this might not be something that I know an awful lot about, but I do know something about da 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 da. That's one technique which we all know about where you don't actually answer the topic. In some contests, you might get away with that. We've seen that certainly in our division, but it's a dangerous technique because if you get the judges following the scoring procedures, if you don't answer the topic that you're given, then you should be marked down for it, however good your speech is. Think about that. Now, his second advice here is read the topic again. Now, that's actually a good thing to do. I'll tell you why, because if you repeat the topic, that's reinforcing it in your brain that enables you then to think of ways where you can transition from the topic into something about which you are able to speak. And next thing, and I've never thought of this one in table topics, but it's a good idea, ask questions. And they say asking questions will not only help you to get some thinking, thinking time, but also will help you to grab the attention of the audience. Well, we know this, this is a, a recognized technique Asking questions at the beginning of the speech is a good way to get your, your audience's attention. And I certainly use that technique myself in giving ordinary speeches, not, not necessarily with table topics. But why not with a table topic? Okay, next one. A witty prepared remark. This is where I tend to think, ah, 
We have seen in our district, we've seen table topic speakers who you can tell they've gone away and they have prepared three or four table topics which they have learnt by heart, timed exactly to two minutes. And they've delivered this or one of their prepared speeches irrespective of the question that they've been asked without necessarily linking what they're saying to the question that has been put to them. Again, if they do that, they're going to get, or they should get, marked down for not answering the question. But if you can have your three or four prepared answers and you are able to link something within your prepared answer to the question that's been given, then fair dues. You can use that speech. I know it's not necessarily in the spirit of impromptu speaking because it's no longer impromptu. The only impromptu bit would be finding the link between the question asked and the answer you're going to give. But it is another way of doing it. But to, to have a, a witty, prepared remark, that can be quite good from the point of view of breaking the ice, if you like, with your audience, especially if it's a subject you don't know too much about and you're going to be making up things in order to stick to the topic. Let's see, next one. Use the theme of the day or the word of the day in your opening statement. Well, okay, that's not a bad thing to do. It's always useful to be able to use the word of the day, as we've tried to do in this show. Not very well, I know. As Paul gave a wry smile as I said that, <coughs> that was using the word of this week, you see. <laughs> uh, now, they give another one here, which I don't go along with at all. They say, ask for a few seconds of thinking time. Mmm, I don't know. You get 30 seconds in a contest, that's got to be enough. You can't ask for more. If you, get, if you ask for more, uh, you'll probably get laughed out of court, at least laughed out of that particular table topics contest. Okay, so I've got, let's go on to another one. This is a gentleman called Craig Harris. Craig Harris's expressions of excellence. Pay attention, he says. Table topics can be the most daunting part of a Toastmasters experience, but it can also be the most exhilarating. The key is how you set the table. His first thing is pay attention. Well, it should go without saying that when you enter that room and you're given the topic, you should be paying attention. Now, if your contest chair has done it properly, you should have the topic written down on the lectern so that you can actually read it whilst you are preparing. And there can be no question, you won't have to ask the table topics master to, or the contest chair to read that topic again. So there should be no question as to what the subject is. But pay attention, pay attention, pay attention. Next he says, be current. Regardless of the topic you're asked to speak about, you can make it current by linking to current events. That's, there's, a, there's truth in that. It's difficult to think of examples without having a table topics master there firing off questions at you. And of course, every table topic contest is different. 
Let me chip in. Supposing somebody says to you, um, as your table topic for today, this evening's uh, Toastmasters meeting, um, what's your favourite cut of meat? Well, as I was driving here today, I had a terrible trouble sitting outside a butcher's shop. You see, what happened was that the, the butcher had got into an argument with a customer and it got so brutal that the customer was running out of the shop, followed by the butcher wielding one of these dirty great big axes that they use to cut up the meat. And he no, was no, throwing no, no. red meat at the, at the customer. No, that, no, no, no. That no, answered your subject. Wrong. That answered that your subject. Not, <laughs> that is not being current. In Ireland, the supply of beef <laughs> is dwindling by the minute. Well, that's true. There is no beef. There's almost no beef available. That is, that is very true. With shortage of supply. So what I was doing as Table Topics Master was throwing you a line which you could easily have adapted to today I was talking to the head of the Irish Farmers Association. Well, you see, Paul, it didn't, it didn't really uh, resonate with me because I don't eat beef. Therefore, I don't well, pay no, too much no, attention no, to that particular news. I, I brought it in to illustrate yeah. how today's drama, the ploughing championship, yeah. one of the yes. biggest gatherings of farmers in the entire country, and there are no hamburgers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a good one. That's a good one. I agree. Just, yeah. just to, you know, just for those kind of things, you yeah. know. But uh, carry, sorry. I cut across you there. No, that's Carry quite, on. quite okay. Next one is follow first instincts. And I do go along with that. Very often when you're given a topic, you think of something and then you think of something else. You go with that first thing and you probably won't go wrong. Follow your first thought. Instinct gives us a head start because it's something, if, if that's the first thing that came into your mind, it's probably something that you could talk more about. So give that a go. Now the next one he talks about is associate. Now he goes into a lot of uh, pseudo, or maybe not so pseudo psychology, but for me what associate means is to find something that you can associate with the topic which is something you know and you can talk about. So it may not be directly related to the topic but it's something you can relate through association. Again, it's difficult to give an example without having a table topic in front. Next one, sound advice, he says. You'll believe it when you say it. He says, how many times have you been called to respond to a topic? You've listened to the topic come from the mouth of the topic master and you find yourself without a clue. Of course, that happens to everyone, doesn't it? You experience a disconnect. Well, he says not to worry. You just have to make it your own, and here's how. You simply have to take the given to topic and take ownership of it. And that can be as easy as simply repeating it out loud in your own voice. Now, I'm not sure I go along with this, but repeating the topic out loud in your own voice does give you the opportunity for extra thinking, and it can then give you a link which you can make to something that you do know and something you can talk about. I was once given a topic 
it was one of these goodie bags. You have to put your hand in the bag, pick something out, and then talk about that particular topic. And what I picked out was something which was made of plastic. So I couldn't actually think of anything to talk about the particular item itself. So I said, well, this item is made of plastic, and plastic comes from oil, and oil comes from the ground. And I then talked about oil production and what oil is and how it uh, has to be converted into various different chemical forms in order to make plastic. So that was directly related to the subject because the subject was this item which was made of plastic. It was not anything to do with the use that that particular object had. So it's another way around. There's plenty more in these articles. I think we've covered uh, a few of the interesting ones. And I hope that's given you some thoughts that maybe you could use in your table topic sessions. Paul, have you got any final thoughts on the matter? The one that appeals to me of everything you've said is ask questions at the start. You're given a topic and ask questions related to the topic. That is a very fine starting point. I have one other thing to do to suggest, which is don't do what I did. I remember being in a table topics uh, contest and everybody in the room was in very good mood. Straight after lunch, there was a great buzz. We're given a topic. And when I spoke about the topic that we were given, which was a very straightforward topic, I started talking about people who had mental health issues, emotional difficulties, their life was falling apart. All of which was uh, made sense to me, but absolutely was contrary to the mood of the room. And as a consequence, I got last place in the <laughs> contest. <laughs> yes, yeah, but that's, that's a matter of reading the audience, isn't it? And uh, you always have to be cognizant of your audience. Timing is everything. And you obviously, you failed miserably <laughs> with your Once timing. Once again, on that I failed miserably. Well, I wouldn't say that at all, Paul. Anyway, that's I'm it. I'm in favour of Toastmasters. <laughs> Moira, I want Toastmasters to bring out a new speech contest. Mm -hmm. And it's called, it's something like, the misery speech contest. And it's, you, instead of trying to be humorous, you have to be as miserable as you can on the stage. I see. Paul, you would be expert at that, I'm sure. I'm sure. Listeners, I hope you've uh, found something useful in my inane ramblings as Paul gives another wry smile as we say goodbye for this week and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. Talk Show for Talkers is published every week in sections at 4pm every Friday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Go to our website irishtalkers.com for more information.